You're listening to the Black Career Guide podcast. Hi, welcome to the Black Career Guide. Um, it's Kemi here, and today I am joined with Roxanne. Roxanne, would you like to introduce yourself? Thanks for having me, Kemi. Yeah, um, so I'm Roxanne. I'm a London-based cake maker and decorator. I've got three kids, and I've been married for eleven years. Wow. <laughs> I know. Um, so my cake business, Roxy's Delight, um, has been running for eight years now. We're based in London. We supply all cakes, confections and sweet treats for all occasions or just because you fancy something really sweet. So, um, yeah, that's Roxy's Delights. Our Insta handle is um, the same, Roxy's Delights. And um, an S. Yeah, so that's R-O-X-S-Y-S delights with an s at the end as well <laughs> that's really cool thanks Roxanne um and so how did you get into cake making so from a young age I've always really loved baking um my mum's a chef my dad's a chef so oh, really so it's kind of always been in the family but Roxy's delight it started very randomly I remember attending a baby shower in 2012 and there was mm-hmm. some red cupcakes and I was like wow these are amazing Mm. um the thought of just like the presentation of them it kind of stuck with me for a while and then I got made redundant so when I made redundant I was kind of at home and to kind of kill time in between applying for jobs I would bake and then it kind of became a bit of an obsession because I found that I was always 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 baking (laughs) so that means you were eating all of them or you giving them away were your friends and family really happy Jeff and some of my friends, they were the guinea pigs because I was like, <laughs> and presentation, it wasn't my forte back then. It was literally just trial and error. And then a friend um, saw some pictures I put up. This is BBM days. That's how far back <laughs> And she saw a picture and she was like, oh, wow, um, could you make some for a baby shower? And I was like, oh, okay. So I made them and they were a hit. And then no... Within a few weeks, a lot of people then started to kind of order and then I set up an Instagram page and um, I then found that I was getting more cake orders than um, actual interviews. Wow. The job hunt kind of just kind of went on the back burner and then, yeah, um, got the business registered and then um, the rest is history, really. (laughs) Wow. So so officially, what's that, like eight years, you said, of of doing that? Um, I'm guessing there must have been some some hard some hard times along the way. Could you tell us just about a time where um, you know the business maybe wasn't doing as well, and how did you cope? Um, just for those people who are thinking about starting a business or in the midst of starting a business and they're um, having a difficult time at the moment. Cool. So what's actually really unique with Roxy's Delights is um, the hard time wasn't actually lack of business in all honesty. It was too much business coming on and me not knowing how to handle it. Mm. I was baker, marketer. Jeffrey was doing the deliveries. That's my husband. And it really just got too much. So Mm. it was operating at a full-time scale, Monday through to Sunday. And um, a lot of Fridays, we would kind of start Friday morning. Jeffrey would go to work. I would bake throughout the day, pick up our son from nursery, come home, bake overnight until Saturday, do the cake deliveries, bake overnight until Sunday. Wow. And it just got too much. So instead of expanding and getting a team, I stepped away and said, yep, yeah, this is too much for me. 
Um, however, looking back, what should have been done is we should have expanded the business, perhaps moved to a bigger premises. Mm. So um, my advice would be that when you can see that your business is starting to expand, um, take the necessary steps available and kind of go along with that expansion. On yeah. the other hand, um, with regards to getting the ball rolling and getting that amount of business out there, um, promotion, promote, promote, promote. I always tell people when it comes to business, Instagram, I get about 98% of business from Instagram. We've had So I, I recently went on your Instagram and I saw that you have 30,000 30, followers. What is well, um, Instagram's counting for you, so don't worry. I think it was 30.5k um, when I went on there. Um, what is the secret to that? The Instagram growth, I, I would say, the amazing thing about Instagram is um, when you've got onto something good, it mm. will grow organically. And yeah. followers on Instagram, they love to see. Um, really close up pictures they like to see something that literally makes them want to eat their screen mm. <laughs> I've kind of learned a skill of capturing it not from a cake maker's point of view but from a customer's point of view so mm. what do I want to see when I want to eat a cake I want to see the crumbs I want to see the buttercream I want to hear feedback from your customers mm. and so it's really kind of seeing your business from a customer's point of view yeah my mouth's watering as you're describing <laughs> So. <laughs> um that's really cool so you said that most of your business comes through instagram it does it um does. and um how do you deal with like customer retention do, do i'm guessing loads of people come back um how yeah. does that work in the world of baking so i think it's follow through so something that i find works really well is i have a database so somebody comes to me for perhaps a bridal shower, mm. I would kind of touch base on a seasonal base, basis, happy Christmas, happy new year, how are you doing? Just so that we do kind of remain in their memory bank. We've had one customer where I did her bridal shower, baby shower, um, wedding cake, um, wow. baby's first birthday. Wow. Um, her child is five. So that's that's one of those loyal customer bases where you want to keep your customer happy when you are busy and you feel like you know I can't take another one on but that loyal customer comes you stretch yourself and that's where all the the all-nighters come in so Mm. it really is just kind of keeping customers happy giving them what they want but also being um, a specialist provider with regards to what they want so customer satisfaction is crucial Mm. so whenever um a customer orders I like to kind of just kind of send a quick follow-up message hi how are you doing I hope your order was well received please feel free to give us any feedback it just makes the customer feel appreciated and not just another number yeah I can imagine that um so you had a career before uh, cake baking and obviously you now are a full-time cake maker a cake <laughs> baker baker what would you call yourself hold on um i'm mixing words cake maker i make and i decorate (laughs) (laughs) okay cool um and so um what kind of like learning did you have to do you didn't get a degree in this um did you do any courses was there anything or was it just um experience youtube was my teacher 
so wow. I really watch a lot of YouTube videos and that's another avenue that Roxy's delight to take on we're setting up our own YouTube channel oh. um where I will be kind of helping other cake makers on their journey to kind of learn the tips of cake making and decorating some useful information that I wish I knew at the beginning such as transporting cakes storing cakes food hygiene so all of that will be included in the YouTube channel um how I learned was really just um cake there was a show called um, cupcake wars that used to be big oh yeah 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 in the the American one right yeah (laughs) and Jeff and I would literally watch episode after episode and sometimes when you watch something long enough and then you practice and practice and practice and practice you kind of get the hang of it I've had to learn a lot along the way we've had to try to change things up but it's all kind of been practical learning on the go I did go for a cake decorating course um for a ganaching technique that I really wanted to learn just to kind of make the wedding cakes have a beautiful finish that is one thing I did go to learn how to ganache yeah, a cake so, so would you say that you know there is a room there is room for if if you can't learn it if you're not getting it for seeking out that um that uh, expertise a hundred percent there are a lot of um cake courses online there are a lot of studios that you can go to work on um I've I've seen people offering cake tutorials like a one-on-one over the phone so there are so many avenues and areas out there that's another thing that I'll be branching out to it sounds like at the moment I'm like a tree branching out to so many different areas but it's the way of the world isn't it and it's just yeah it's just how how it goes isn't it so that makes industry has so much scope I mean you could start with um bake learning teaching others how to bake and then you go into yourself and then you go into cake supplies and then you go into tutorials it's such a diverse industry yeah it sounds like it so um I've seen a few other black uh cake makers um but could you just tell me what it's like being a black person especially a black woman in your industry would you say um so initially when the business first started I think because of my name nobody actually knew that I was a black person and I didn't really put myself out there Mm. Um, the business has grown I've I've owned it and I've um, put myself out there what that has helped to do is it's helped to get support from um, black customers because it's a a lot of the time I feel the support from customers knowing oh you are black I'm going to support you because you are a black business Mm. with regards to um, other nationalities and different opportunities um, I can honestly say that it's just been favored from God because I've not faced any hurdles or obstacles um we've supplied to um a footballer's wedding and I was just like wow you're ordering from <laughs> our little home bake kick um home base bakery mm. and we're supplying to your wedding that that was amazing so yeah that's really cool hindrances being a black woman in, in business to be honest that's really good um, and you mentioned your husband um, quite a lot. Um, yeah. What's his role in the business and um, just just generally? So Jeffrey is our number one delivery guy. <laughs> Je- uh-huh. I'm, when it comes to baking, I'm fine. But holding the actual cake itself, that's not my forte. So <laughs> the wedding setups, Jeffrey, he, he has to be there. And he will tell you that until a wedding cake is set up, my heart is literally pounding. So he <laughs> with the deliveries he does a lot of like the promotional work and helping to kind of do a lot of the marketing um 
and now he's kind of getting a bit of a hands-on action with helping out in the kitchen which is great but oh, generally okay. Jeffrey's our delivery guy <laughs> that's really cool um could you let me know like a common misconception about people in your industry um number one is that it's easy work mm. and number two the price a lot of times a quote will be given and the customer will be like oh just for that and it's like if I was to break down every element of the price um, that's involved with the price, I'm not actually getting paid. <laughs> so, um, excuse me, a lot of times I feel that a lot of people think that it's easy work and um, it's just something that you're baking and putting together. So there is a lot of hard work and there is a lot of effort that goes into it. Sometimes people think that when you started a business, there's not enough room for everyone. But so many other cake makers, um, I, f- I feel like I've built a good, strong community with other cake makers, especially London-based. And mm. we feel free to kind of pass on orders if one of us can't squeeze it in. So there is that kind of almost like a sisterhood with other bakers where it's, it's not so much competition because we all have our own personal goals. Mm. So I guess du- during this time, so um, we're recording this in at the end of July um, 2020 and um, we've just come out of the pandemic Um, lockdowns just eased but there aren't very many events Um, how have you been coping how's the business been doing and what would be your tips for people who are in business and you know similarly going through a rough time and season that's a really excellent question where um so cupcakes i find that it's such a moorish treat that people have been ordering throughout lockdown just for like a friday treat or do you know it's a friend's birthday and i can't get to see her would we be able to kind of order some cupcakes for you and could you do like a treat box for us and it's my son's birthday and he really likes paw patrol but we're not having a cake could you do something that's a bit creative and it's like sure I could create some Paw Patrol themed cupcakes that could just be for you and your household so Mm. the thing is because it is a treat um everybody has um all my customers have found a way to continue to order um yeah we've had um customers say that you know we'll just like to send a gift to um maybe our neighbors and so I think the scope of orders has changed. We've not been doing event orders, but it's, mm. it's kind of like evolved to just because orders. And so, anyone... what do you think the key? What do you think the key to that is? Just because, obviously, um, you know, other people people running other different types of businesses may not um, may not have an avenue to get those kind of orders. Why do you think that you've still been getting orders? diversity diversity you have to diversify what your business is offering if we were only a wedding cake business um we would kind of be put in that bracket and it would just be supply wedding cakes but because i've been posting sweet treats and cupcakes and so many other delectable stuff that you could just kind of enjoy brownies flapjacks it then Mm. becomes oh it's not just for events. I can go to Roxy's Delights just because I'm at home or just mm. because I want to send a gift. So it's um, diversifying um, your business portfolio so that you're not just put in one single bracket and then you can kind of adapt to other areas that are relevant to your industry. Mm. That's really good. And so you were going to say a, a tip for um, people 
who are going through this rough season and I interrupted you. <laughs> so anyone that's um, kind of got a cake business and is going through like a tough time or just yeah. a business person? Uh, a, a cake business. I would say think of what else you can do within the industry. Um, if you're good at maybe um, doing fondant cakes, is there a way that you could perhaps teach that to a beginner? If you were good at doing wedding cakes, um, are you able to maybe offer some wedding consultation advice? So I feel like whatever it is that you are doing within your industry, there are ways that you can kind of branch out and offer um, a unique service that can kind of keep your business going and attract customers that wouldn't have maybe thought of coming to you initially. So uh, as an example, I um, I would like to say that with the skill of cupcake piping, um, a lot of my cupcakes, they've kind of got a signature look so that if somebody looks at it, they can tell, oh, that's a Roxy's Delights cupcake. And what has it, it's, it's um, allowed a lot of beginner cake makers and hobby cake makers to reach out to me and ask, are you able to teach? So that's another avenue. And sometimes um, I feel like we hold on to our skills and we're scared to offset them onto other people. Yeah, so definitely. Um, teach somebody because you're, you're, offering um another level of service and yeah. you're allowing your business to grow in a very unique yeah that's really cool um so I know that you've come into this um career this uh business um after having had having after having already had a career um what would you what would be like your top tip for someone who's you know maybe baking at home casually the way that you were doing into making this into a full-time business I the the number one tip I would say is um, legalize your business. Wow! Get your business registered. Um, register your kitchen. Go through all the necessary steps. Make sure that you've got your um, public liability, which is crucial, because um, without that um, legal formality, you are just kind of like another hobby baker. Mm. And um, especially for black business, the way to kind of set yourself apart and to really, um, yeah, so set yourself apart from other businesses and to be taken seriously, especially within the industry, is to make sure that your business is legal. So register your business with HMRC. Make sure that all those legalities, they're ticked off so that people can take you serious. And mm. then there's nothing to hold you back from promoting. So if you wanted to maybe approach um, a store like um, Selfridges or Harrods um, there's nothing holding you back mm. because number one you know your skill set and number two you've covered all your legal bases um, that would definitely be a big tip well, make really sure you useful. all those formal um, legal bases and another tip would be um, don't be scared to seek out new opportunities I mean we did a foodie festival um, in Blackheath and it was our first time doing it and I was so nervous but it's brought about so many loyal customers and it's kind of given us the confidence that you know what it's not just a um friends and family and Instagram these are complete strangers who don't know us who don't follow our journey who are tasting it in front of us and they're liking what they see so that was quite a really handy tip oh that's really cool um where do you get your inspiration from to keep on doing this business is hard right um it where, <laughs> where where do you get your inspiration from do you know what when it's, it sounds really weird but sometimes if I feel like you know I'm, I'm not really sure about this anymore I've had moments where 
I've literally just wanted to turn off the mixer and not turn it on again. <laughs> it's tedious. It involves long hours. Um, I, I can count, like, especially in the summer period where it's really, really busy. I could go maybe two days without sleeping. And wow. It's those things that I feel like, is this really worth it? Mm. Um, what keeps me going, as strange as it sounds, is I'll bite my own cupcake and be like, Do you know what, this is worth it. <laughs> this is putting a smile on my face and I'm very finicky and very fussy and as bizarre as it is it's when I taste my own cupcakes I can say you know this is worth doing when I hear the feedback from customers when people say I've come all the way from Manchester all the way to a cake it's it's those things that really keep me ticking it's people reaching out from the UAE to say could you teach it's people reaching out from Australia to say we love your work it's those things that just really feel like a good pat on the back and when I think of the origins and how this business literally fell on my lap mm. after redundancy and um yeah so it was my first um real solid marketing job I was in there I had just got a promotion and then it was like yeah um unfortunately <laughs> this oh, department down, and it was like this this wasn't the plan um so when I think of how this door open I just think do you know what it's 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 such a blessing to kind of just park on the side it this wasn't it can't end here if that mm, makes sense yeah. so I think of all of those combined I'm like it definitely has to keep going and I think my prayer is that it creates general well generational wealth for our children to come because it's something that each of the boys they've been on cake deliveries they've seen mummy and daddy working hard in the kitchen they've seen customers come to collect and they've grown with the business so it'll be a big hope for them to kind of continue that and for it to kind of stay in the family for generations to come wow that's amazing oh that's really cool um (laughs) i i am in awe of you i I should caveat (laughs) i um i just recently bought some of roxanne's cupcakes um for my sister's graduation last week and they were (laughs) delicious in fact i think i um i kept i hid one um, from my husband for a few days and I was just like uh, like even thinking about it now my mouth's watering they were so nice um so thank you thank you for everything that you've done thank you for speaking to us today um a big a, a big thing sorry just to go back to um was for people who are being made redundant right now there is hope there are other things that will opportunities that will come and I know that it may seem so bleak um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Roxanne is a living testimony that something else will come um, and it might not be what you were expecting to come, but you have something <laughs> in your hands that um, you can hopefully transform into a new business. That's something you can take into a new job, a new role. Um, you are special, you are unique and you'll be fine, we promise. Um, so thank you, Roxanne your time today Um, I love the way you rounded that up because um sorry to add um, my degree was in marketing yeah I've and in my previous history my work history was in HR and it's only now eight years down the line I can see um my professional skills being utilized fully in the business so just what you said that it's not as, as, as sad as it is and as heartbreaking, it isn't the end of the world mm. if you um, do become redundant. Mm. It could just be the beginning of a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, that definitely. We've 
Well, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening to the Black Career Guide podcast. Join us next week for another brand new episode. Thank you.